everybody. What's going on, my friends? It's Dave Sharp. Welcome to Wake Up Legendary. And this morning, we have another legendary guest. 20-year-old cosmetologist goes from zero to 85,000 followers in one week. Holy smokes. Put your seatbelt on. Cassie, welcome to the show. <laughs> Hello. Welcome. How are you? How are you? Um, I'm doing good. Where are you calling in from? Ohio. <laughs> great. Great. Awesome. So um, what... Uh, what led you to legendary? What were you looking for, Cassie? Well, back in high school, I got my STNA. I went to nursing school, found out that was not for me. So I went to cosmetology school and I finished that up in September of 2022. And I've just been working in the salon since and building my clientele was really tough. Um, it was not consistent steady income each week. So I was pretty much left with zero dollars at the end of every single month and I was having to ask mom and dad and my brother for extra money and it sucked and I was tired of living in that cycle because I feel like I'm a very independent person so having to ask for help all the time didn't feel good so I was like I need to find another job and I knew that I didn't want to like you know work for somebody else and have a set schedule so I found this girl on TikTok and she was doing affiliate marketing and that's how I found the business builder challenge. Nice, nice. So um, how many other 20-year-olds uh, do you know that are doing this? Not many, to be honest. <laughs> I think we're all kind of close. Like, I know some people that are like 22, 23, but like, I haven't met a lot of people my age, I don't feel like. Yeah. So do you think every 20, 20-something-year-old 20 person should know these skills right now in 2023? I encourage all my friends to do it, but they're still like, well, I don't have a laptop. And I'm like, just get a laptop. Like, it'll be worth it. <laughs> so I do tell everyone about it, but it's been kind of hard to convince people. Yeah, of course. Of course. And you'll find that, that, you know, I mean, strangers will oftentimes listen to your value and your advice and your knowledge and your experience, sometimes more so than friends and family. Is that kind of <laughs> weird? Does that surprise you? No, it's super strange, but it's the truth. It is. And also, I do want to tell you guys, um, when I had submitted the title for this um, live, the 85K in one week, I actually lost my entire TikTok account at 110,000 followers last Thursday. So uh, I am back at like 2,000 followers on my new account. <laughs> hey, so, you'll be at, you'll be at 80,000 with, with in, in no time. Yeah. So just Thanks a <laughs> Thanks for letting us know that up front. Um, yeah. That that happens quite often. And, uh, you know, how did you take that and what are you doing about it? Obviously, you're back up and rocking and rolling. But walk us through. That's a great challenge that you're facing right early in your in your new career um, of losing a big old piece of digital real estate right there that was cranking. How'd you keep moving after that happened? Well, when it happened, I was just kind of like, okay, like, it's all right. And then once it like settled in that there was like no possible way that I could get this account back, <laughs> I pretty much cried for like five days straight. And um, just I was like, okay, well, I need to keep going. Like, I'm not going to give up. Like, I already quit my full time job, which is another thing. I did actually quit my full time job in four weeks. <laughs> so I was like, I have to make this work. So um, although I was discouraged and unmotivated and obviously that was like a very big setback because my business was kind of just starting to like consistently pick up. So I kind of was back at square one. And since my account did go like viral, um, immediately almost, it was kind of like humbling to be back in that spot that like so many others start out. Like my, I know that my journey was not normal. So 
Um, I kind of am happy that I have that experience now, like starting from square one and having to like actually build without, you know, just going viral and kind of getting lucky. So, but yeah, it's been hard, but I just have to remind myself every day, like why I started, why I want to do this and, you know, reach my end goal. And so how long have you been doing this so far? Um, two months. (laughs) So in two months you've experienced what, you know, a lot of people, don't experience either ever or for a very long time simply because they just procrastinate and don't get started. What do you think has allowed you to like get in there and get started right away and not beat around the bush and procrastinate, um, you know, like we all are capable of doing? What's helped you to get in there and take so much action? Is it your age? Is it something else? Tell us how you've done it. Well, one thing about me, and I always tell my followers too, like I'm very hardworking. Um, if I want something, like I will do it. Like I finished the challenge in five days. Like I'm just saying, like if I have like a goal, like I will achieve it and I will work hard until I get to that goal. So I think, I don't know. Like I just feel like I have that drive. And if I want something, I know that I can get it. I just have to put in the work. So I pulled a couple all nighters, got it done. And I just show up every single day and I work hard every single day. And I think I make those videos about like broken, lazy, but I'm really done doing that because I'm like, there is nothing about this that is for lazy people like at all. (laughs) So yeah, I just feel like, I don't know. I have the determination that it takes. So there you have it, folks. I mean, for (laughs) those of you who are wondering what the secret is, it's, it's the same, it's the same secret as it is in every, um, in every uh, situation, job, profession, right? I mean, it's just good old work ethic. (laughs) Good old getting the job done, you know? Good old not stopping until the job is done. Where'd you learn that work ethic? Where'd you develop that at? I don't know. I feel like probably my mom and my dad. I've just always like, like school's always been like a huge thing. And also like, I just love learning in general. So I think when I was doing cosmetology, I kind of like, I don't know. I didn't have the spark that I had when I started that. It seemed more stressful than exciting to me. So when I found this, I was like so excited just to learn. And I love all the challenges that it, I mean, that were thrown at me with this. So like learning a new skill completely from scratch, not knowing anything, but yeah, I'm just learning something new every day. And I love that. So it's good for me. Sorry, I was muted. <laughs> I'm just talking to you. Um, so I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of us feel like we're not fulfilled in our in our life mm-hmm. or our job. And a lot of times it's because we're not growing, right? Do you feel like that is now a piece of the puzzle that you were missing before? Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um yeah, I think that cosmetology, it was just, I was a super anxious person, like going in there, not knowing my clientele, like pretty much all my people were new. So that was stressful for me. And also just having like all the pressure put on me to like give them exactly what they want. I don't know. It was just super stressful. And I had like all my friends that were doing it and their clientele was strictly like, you know, my age 
space yeah. like and I felt like all the people that I got were just like old ladies that wanted perms and just like all this stuff and I was just like I don't know it just really wasn't for me so I was like and I've always like loved being self-employed because that's what cosmetology was I mean I made my own hours set my own prices all that stuff so I like that time freedom and just freedom to do what I want so with this I can have that and I mean just work two hours a day for my phone and make more money than I've literally ever seen so <laughs> been crazy so what advice would you give to people who are just starting out what do you attribute some of your viral videos and kind of viral content to so i think one thing that i do that a lot of people don't do is when i watch other affiliate marketers i kind of feel like they leave out like a lot of steps like if you're giving a tutorial you kind of like leave them hanging and they're just kind of like okay like where do i start like I don't know. And so they don't usually end up doing it because they don't know what's going on. So with me from the start, I've always like hated those videos. And I'm like, I'm going to give people like a step by step tutorial. I don't care if it's five or six minutes long. Like we're not missing a single step and we're going <laughs> to get these people what they need to start making money online. So I think that people like I've had like a lot of compliments, like people are just they'll send me like the journal that they made from my video tutorial or just like all these things. And it's really awesome to see all the people that like I inspired and motivated and just helped out really it's really rewarding mm. so you're you're going above and beyond to create video and marketing content that actually explains something in somewhat detail without giving the entire farm away for example without giving away the name of the product or the course that you might be promoting um, so what would be some of the calls to action? How would you transition at the end of your videos to actually, um, you know, get these people who are watching your, your tutorials or you, or your edutainment, as we call it, then to go opt into your email, you know, funnel, and then go on to see whatever it is you're offering. How do you kind of transition at the end of your videos? Um, well, when I first got started and even now, like, I advise people to do this because I think that like when we first get started, we think that we need to like call to action in every single video because like obviously we all want to make sales, but I think it's really important to like nurture your audience and build trust and connection with them before you ask anything of them because trust and connection is what's going to ultimately lead you to sales. So I think in the very beginning, obviously I didn't have a thousand followers or anything and I couldn't put a link in my bio. So I was just like, making valuable content for my audience and obviously it went viral which was great and i didn't even tell anybody that my link was in my bio but i had people clicking it so it was really interesting and nowadays i found that storytelling for me and long form content in general works best for me and my audience I'm not one of those people that can post like, you know, the five to 10 second audios with text on screen, trending audio or whatever. Um, that does not convert to a sale for me at all. And I'm not sure why. I think that my audience <laughs> follows me for like, you know, long form content. So one thing that I do focus on is delivering that in storytelling, which has been amazing, especially rebuilding my new account. Um, that's built a lot of trust and connection with them. I actually just had one video that I posted on Saturday that got like 35,000 views and I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> and it was just a silly video of me sitting out back, just, you know, picking up my camera and just talking about how I feel or something that I learned or, you know, just being honest and real. People love that. So yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Um, so 
a lot of us, when we first start, we're really so like, we think the whole business is to get that link in that bio, you know, get that link in that bio and just start, you know, all of a sudden, once you get that link in that bio, those sales are just going to, they're supposed to start coming. That's just, there's, but all you got to do is figure out how to get to a thousand followers. So you can get that link in that bio and then boom, the sales are, I think that's really the expectation that a lot of us have when we see other people, we see big numbers, we see other people. And no matter what niche you're, you're looking at, you can always find the most successful person in that niche and, and you know, sort of compare yourself to them or think that you understand their strategy when you're only probably seeing about 10% of it and you're not really looking back to how they got where they are. Um, what I hear you saying is, is that, you know, you, um, you, you have sort of trained your audience to expect that longer form valuable content from you. And you are, um, and, and the other thing that I heard you say is when you deliver valuable enough content, and in this case, it might be an inspirational story, like you just said, or it might be a tutorial, like how, what a Weber is and how to build your own automated email list. Um, you can, of course, spice those titles up as much as you want, how to build a, an automated email sales machine. You know, you can, of course, spice the titles or hooks of those videos up. But what I hear you saying is if you create valuable enough content, they're going to go find your damn link and click it because they're going to be interested in learning and getting more from you. You won't have to beg or twist an arm or try to convince somebody to go click your link. Is that accurate? <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I feel like that's exactly what the situation is. But yeah, I don't know. At the end of my videos now, I'm just kind of like, I'll like tell them like, one thing that I do specifically is like, I'll give like a weekly update of my journey or a monthly update. And I don't know, something like that really, really does help. I don't know, build trust with my audience. And then at the very end, I will talk about my struggles and how I got here. And if they want to get started too, because I knew nothing two months ago and I did this and you guys can do this too. Um, just grab my free guide, check it out. If you have questions, message me. And also that's another thing. Like, I'm not sure how other affiliate marketers are, but I feel like with me, I respond to hundreds of people a day, like trying to help them out. Like I don't leave anyone hanging because from the start, I've just been like, if you need help, like I will hold your hand and I will guide you. And like, I want to see you be successful. So I feel like a lot of people are just like post a video and then like they like ghost the platform and like don't talk to their followers or don't help them or anything. And I feel like with me, I do really try to like nurture people and help them and give them the motivation and inspiration that they need to keep going forward and not like get stuck in the setbacks and the challenges that they might be having that's holding them back from continuing forward. So I don't know. <laughs> it's just something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That, I love that. Um, Adrian asks, how do you pick one niche? I'm interested in so many. I definitely have shiny object syndrome. Uh, <laughs> I mean, how did you get focused and take action on one specific niche when you got started and also not kind of get overwhelmed by all the different opportunities? You surely could have gone into cosmetology, you know, makeup, mm -hmm. tutorials, things of that nature. How did you zero in and be decisive enough to say, I'm just going to do this? I'm really not sure what happened because when I remember when I was going through the challenge, I love those, <laughs> kind, of, I, I love those kind of answers because they demystify all of the, Oh my God, there's gotta be a secret. But, yeah. Like, okay. So, so continue. <laughs> um, when I was going through the challenge and you guys had us like form the business plan, um, my business plan was to originally like make 
hair tutorials, like teach people how to do their like hair from home and test out different products and how to use the product to get the best result and just things like that. And I still want to do that in the future, but I know that we always talk about on here, like whatever niche that you choose, you should really just focus and dive deep into that for a few months or maybe even a year and just see where it takes you. And I do get overwhelmed easily. So like expanding right now is not really a good idea for me, but um, I'm not exactly sure how I decided on the wealth niche. I think I was just kind of, that's just where I ended up, I guess. I don't know. I, I knew I wanted to be an affiliate for you guys. And I was like, I feel like this is just like a good place to start. And I know that I can continue to expand with other products and companies and I can make my own digital products and coaching calls and things like that. So it all just worked out. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Um, a lot of times we, <coughs> we get into what we're familiar with, you know, or what we just recently experienced are excited about the reason why I think so many people become affiliates of legendary. And of course we're not like asking everybody to become affiliates of legendary. I mean, all these skills and strategies apply to all of the different niches that any one of us could, could, you know, could get into. Um, they're what I call transferable skills, but people oftentimes go through our course and get excited about this concept of freedom, of making money from home, of making money online after we've all been working in jobs for so long that we have to drive to and bosses that we hate, et cetera. It's just a great example of finding something that you're passionate about and, and going and building a business around it. Now in the future, you may get re-passionate, like you said, about to makeup or hair or whatever, and you'll then have the skills to be able to actually monetize that and build an awesome business. And do you feel empowered knowing that you have that knowledge? Yeah, I feel like I have a lot of different interests too in general, like that I'm passionate about. So I do feel like I have the power to do pretty much whatever I want in this industry with the skills that I learned through Legendary. And I have like, I don't know, I always brag about you guys because just like the community behind this course in general is just so amazing. And when I got started, and I think a lot of us when we get started, we don't really have that support that we need because a lot of people are like skeptical. Is it a scam? Is it this? Is it that? And for some reason, I never once thought that like I just saw your guys's 15 day challenge I dove right in like I didn't even question I didn't even know anything but I was just like say less like I'm doing this so um yeah but I feel like I was, the same, of... I, I was the same way I mean I, I feel like that's how to like you know all the people who I, I know that did that and like really wanted to do it and were passionate about it are successful when everybody else who's like can I do this? Am I good at, you know, it's all a mental thing, right? That when we remove the mental barriers, whether they be our own limiting beliefs, whether they be the projection, whether they be taking other people's skepticism and adopting it as our own, because if your mom or dad or best friend is skeptical, it makes sense that you adopt that belief, right? But when we when we have our own autonomy and we have our own ownership over our, or we take ownership over our decisions and over what we're going to do with our life or with our time and we take the time to actually look into it ourselves instead of just take other people's projecting opinions right because that's all they're doing they're just projecting maybe maybe my dad thinks it's skeptical well maybe he failed it something back 20 years ago and he's still projecting that onto himself and me 
And I have to be aware of that, right? That's just an example. Um, I'm sure you had a lot of that from friends and family. And, and, um, and so you got here online and started seeing other people that you could kind of hear a different perspective from. And then you did the most powerful thing of all, which is you gained your own personal experience so you could form your own opinion. How important is it that you think that people, whether they end up wanting to do this or not, if they're here already, to go ahead and get your own personal experience so you can find out as fast as possible whether you can be successful at this or whether you don't want to do this because you don't like it. And if you don't like it, well, at least you know, and now you can move on to something else in life. Does, does that resonate with you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I feel like if you're, I do think forming your own opinion in general is the best thing that you can do, no matter what the situation is. And I mean, I could have listened to my boyfriend who was like, oh, it might be a scam. My mom's like, I have no idea what affiliate marketing is. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. Like nobody believed me until they saw the money coming in. And I'm just like, look at this. Like, are you seeing this? <laughs> But um, yeah, I do like I never, ever, ever could have imagined that any of this would be possible just from working from home anywhere you have Wi-Fi on your phone. Like it's insane how much I don't know. Our world is now digital. So take advantage of it. Monetize your social media platforms to make yourself money. Like <laughs> if you're not doing that, what are you doing? <laughs> you're right. I mean, I feel. <laughs> so what is I mean? What does that teach you about success as a 20-year-old person? What has this experience taught you about how to be successful? Oh, man. I don't know, Dave, to be honest. Well, you hear all I these videos out here on the internet about all these formulas. You got these gurus, these big guys. They're like, Here's the 10 steps, the morning routine. Yeah. We all think that it's like this big, giant thing. We, we have to have the perfect morning routine. We got to have the shredded body. Got to go to the gym. If you're not taking cold showers, you're not successful. Like all this shit that we hear from people, what is this? what has this showed you or taught you or validated for you about what it takes to be successful? Yeah. So for me, I just feel like if you can stay consistent and show up every single day and remember your why and why you want to do this, why you started, see your end goal in your mind, or even write out your goals, what you want your life to look like six months from now. And just remember that every single day, if you start to feel discouraged or you have a setback, like me losing my whole account, I could have chose to completely just give up or I could choose to keep going and keep working hard for that end result that I want to see. So you know what I mean? Like you get a choice. So you can choose to keep going or you can choose to give up. And also being yourself is going to get you the furthest. Like <laughs> if you're going to copycat everyone on social media and do what everyone else is doing, it's going to be really hard to stand out. So my best advice to anyone doing this is to just be yourself, be honest, be real, be chaotic. Like you're going to find your people who love exactly how you look. They're going to love your awkwardness, love how uncomfortable you are. I mean, you're going to find your people who love exactly what you are and who you are. So I don't know. I just think that you should always incorporate your personality into your content and just stay consistent every single day and your success and your results will come with time, but it takes time. <laughs> Talk to us a little bit about going live. Have yeah. you gone live? What was that like the first time you did? And what, what, what are you doing now that's different from that first or second time you went live? So 
actually the day after I posted my first video that morning, my account was like actively a lot of people were on it. So I was like, this is a perfect time to go live. So I've never gone live, but I hopped on there and obviously there were hundreds of people on there and I was just like kind of overwhelmed because <laughs> I was like this is my first time on here like I don't even know what to do it's my second day out here like <laughs> but um yeah I just I just kept going with the flow I just told them my story I told them I gave them some motivation for that Wednesday because I was I mean I had learned a lot in just that 12 hour span like I mean you you're one decision away basically from changing your life so like if you want something just do it like what do you have to lose so I don't know. That's kind of just what I talked about on that live, I think. I don't know if I talked much about affiliate marketing, but eventually I did start going live every single day. I mean, after that day. So people did love that. I think people like to connect with you that way. It builds trust. They get to see who you are. You, they, you can answer their questions. I mean, as soon as they're coming in, which I also feels like that led me to more sales. Um, just being able to answer people's questions right away and give them that clarity. So now that I lost my account, I've only been on live like two times, but I think I'm trying to build a little bit more and get back in the groove. But sometimes, I don't know, going live does make me anxious sometimes. So I just, I don't know, I just kind of, if I deliver valuable, good content that I feel great about that day, I'm just kind of like, okay, I'll take a day off from the live. But also, um, I did watch a lot of Wake Up Legendary. So I think Sylvia, I saw her talking about how she, shows her ebook when she's on live and i was like that's a genius idea like i'm definitely going to do that so as soon as i saw her wake up legendary call i actually started implementing that skill onto my lives and started showing people my ebook and like going into more depth on each question that was in there and or all the facts or really anything in my ebook and it's just like if you want this like it's at the link in my bio you guys can have it it's for free um you can learn more there but yeah. I don't know. Going live definitely really, really, really helped my business. So, <laughs> and how much did it help your skills and confidence? I mean, you yeah. said your sales, that's the number. I mean, that's let's make mm -hmm. sure it's heard that loud and clear. It helped her sales, but how also did it help your confidence? And also, how did it help you to realize that content could be anything? You said that you, your first live, you just simply talked about what had happened on TikTok yeah. for the past <laughs> hours, right? Yeah. Um, my confidence, it's honestly crazy how much my confidence has, I don't know, like honestly, just my whole mental state. I mean, before I started this, I was very anxious. I was stressed out. I was overwhelmed, which just makes you depressed. I mean, I couldn't pay my bills. I mean, I was like down in the dumps and being able to get myself out of all of that and be time free, financially free, and also being able to do something that I love and that I'm passionate about. And also just all the people that I've met online has been amazing. I've connected with so many people all around the world and it's been awesome. So yeah, I kind of forget where I was going with that, but. <laughs> oh, just what you've, what you've, how it's, how it's increased your confidence. And yeah. So I think all of that just kind of helped my self-esteem in general and not feel so like insecure and shy in front of the camera, because I know that people do want to see my content and they do listen to me and they do find what I have to say valuable. And yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's even if your friends and family don't listen to you, it's amazing how a stranger will, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, um, for sure. It's crazy. I, I love that element about life and business is that once you actually get out of your warm circle of friends and family and actually start marketing to a cold audience, 
that's when you really start building your 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 real skills and that's how you start building your confidence that's when you actually become a you go from a wantrepreneur to an entrepreneur you know because a wantrepreneur is is and that's the that's the downside for mlm or network marketing which in all of those businesses amway herbalife you know which are all great companies and i i got my start at network marketing too there's a lot of great makeup network marketing companies out there too. New Skin, a few other ones, all good companies, but they're 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 really the strategies are hey go out there and and make a list of friends and family and quite frankly that's how most people start their businesses even their lawn businesses their landscaping businesses hey you know and it's like my friends don't support my business well i'm going to tell you i'm going to save you a lot of heartache right here this morning on june 26 at 10 34 a.m your friends are never going to support your business your fr your family's never going to be your number one supporter of your business they might love you unconditionally but there's a reason why a lot of successful people keep business and pleasure separated is because it gets messy when you start to have expectations of friends and family to start giving you money or pay. Your friends and family want discounts. Your friends and family want you to do it for free. Your friends and family see you as still that little girl or boy that they saw when you were growing up. It's hard for them to see you as an adult. And then once you start growing, especially a 20-year-old kid who I've watched grow up, now they're making more money than me. That's That threatens my existence. That makes me angry and jealous, right? So we're dealing with a lot of different a lot of different emotions and, and experiences from friends and family and baggage that we don't have to deal with from a cold audience. And once you lose that expectation, just completely let it go that your friends and family are going to do anything for your business that's when you really open the doors for massive success because you take away all that i need your support i need your validation i need you to support this for me to do it even like what you said about your boyfriend it's like i'll tell you what makes them support you more than anything when you start showing them those commission checks and that money so i mean i i didn't make the rules don't hate the player hate the game you know what i mean i mean i did not make the rules but I tell you what, my then girlfriend, now wife, I was in the same position. I was 24 years old, couldn't afford to pay attention. My part of the bills were coming up one month. I had been doing different network marketing things. I had these numismatic coins that were the product. And she said, "I hey, you know, if you got to take those things to the pawn shop and sell them, that's what you got to do. I did, right? I did. And I couldn't get her to support me, right? But she was in reality. She was like, Hey, we got bills to pay. This is the life that we're living. And I was in, I was in entrepreneur dreamland, but I'll tell you what, as soon as that money started showing up, she was like, how can I help? How can I, you know, I didn't make the rules. I just, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's definitely been crazy. And like, it's really funny that you say that because like, I didn't tell any of my friends that I was doing this um, until after I had started like making money. And even my dad, like, I think I called him up like a week into my journey of actually posting. And I was like, Hey dad, like, this is insane. Like you can't, you're not going to believe it. But um, yeah, it's, it's still weird. I think a lot of people don't know I do it unless they see me on their for you page just because like we're friends. But um yeah, it's very true. Dad, your dad will be proud of you and priority is, but many of you know, and by the way, my father just got out of the hospital. Woohoo! Uh, he was Good. in 77 days, man. 77 days with getting this open heart surgery. 
but I've been talking to him and hanging out with him, of course, over the last couple of days. I'm going to bring a picture up here on the on the on the computer for everybody, you know, so you can see him actually on his feet. Thank you so much, everybody, for the support and all that, uh, and the prayers and the thoughts and everything. Um, really means a lot. Uh, let me go ahead and pull up this. But I, I was I was talking to him, and you know, I. I was just, I was like, you know, hey, I'm doing good. Business is good. All this kind of stuff, you know. I, I like to keep them. This is him right here, obviously, with the with the oxygen there. Um, <laughs> that's a security guard. That's a sister that he's standing next to. My aunt. Uh, these are hospital. Uh, these are the hospital executives, actually. And then there's me. And yeah, that was him walking out of the hospital um, on uh, on Friday last week. And, you know, just being able to talk to him after he's been kind of down, he was under for about a month and a half on a ventilator and sedated and all that. And now to be able to talk to him and and I was just talking to him about business, you know, our business and, and stuff like that just yesterday, the day before yesterday, Saturday. And he was like, he was like, man. I'm proud of you, son. It's nice to know that your boy's doing doing so well. You, you know what I mean? And I'm like, that dad, damn it. You know, and and not that he's not always been supportive. He has, but he grew up so poor. He grew up so different. He grew up, you know, so some of these things that we're doing, some of this money that we're making. Our parents, our relatives, our, they can't even understand it. It doesn't even make sense to them. They, and that's why in so many situations with my successful students or friends, I say, don't even share the details because that just makes them, you know, you share with your your pops or your mom or, you, you know, that you made 20000 50000 100000 couple of hundred thousand dollars a month. They don't even believe it. They're going, what in the hell? You know, they 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 can't even wrap their heads around that. So so it's like it's like um it's a beautiful thing to just continue to stay on the course and on the path and be a beacon of hope for your friends and family to continue to do it and follow your dreams and your passions, even when they don't understand it. My dad still can't, you know, still can't still can't set up an iPhone. I mean, still, you know, I mean, and it, whether he, before he went into surgery or after, you know, but it doesn't matter when they see the, the family members and friends that really love us, that really unconditionally have our back when they see us going after our hopes and dreams, really, they're only just afraid for us. They don't want us to get hurt. They don't want us to, to, you, that's all it is. But when they see us going after our dreams and they see us succeeding and they see us safely doing it and then they see us living a happy life, there's nothing that makes our parents or the people who really, truly love us more happy than actually doing that, Cassie. That's what I've discovered over the past 12 years. Yeah, so, absolutely. I'm so yeah. happy your dad's out of the hospital, though. That's really great. Yeah, thank thank you. Thank you so much. And you're right. Dusty said hearing your parents say they're proud of you never gets old, even when you're a grown adult. And, you know, if you guys, your parents are not still around to tell you that they're proud of you, maybe they never will. But, you know, another thing that I learned through this process is that in some ways we have to reparent ourselves and give ourselves the things that maybe we never got or are not getting now. 
And as an adult, as the CEO of your business and your life, well, you need to identify that. You need to learn to identify. I did too. Learn to identify when, you know, when I need something. You know, if I feel like, oh, I'm going to my spouse or I'm going to my parents or whoever it is and I'm an adult, I'm looking for their validation, right? And Or their permission. Well, geez, maybe there's something more going on down there. Maybe I need to look in the mirror and say, I got you. I give you permission to go after your dreams and sort of re-lead and re-parent yourself. I think there's another level of growing up and maturing in this process that happens. And Cassie, you're obviously experiencing that right now in so many ways, right? Yeah. I mean, even my mom and my dad, they're kind of like, you need to teach me how to do this. Like, get me on what you're doing. And even the people I work with, my salon owner, she's like going on maternity leave soon. She's like, I'm taking the challenge. Like, <laughs> I'm doing it. But yeah, it's crazy. I've inspired so many people and there's no better feeling than that. And yeah, my dad at first was just like, you're not selling pictures of yourself, are you? Like, you're not <laughs> just like all this crazy stuff. And I'm just like, no, dad, like, <laughs> it's affiliate marketing. <laughs> Not only hey, dad, dad for the dad for the L on that. You're just one. making sure, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Of course. No, I mean nowadays, nowadays, um, you don't know. But you know what? I'm not hey, I'm not hating. Now, do I want my daughter to do that? No, but I'm not hating, man. There's so many. There's a million ways to make a million dollars online, and everybody has to find out what makes sense for them. You know. There's a lot of choices. I'm glad you chose this and I'm glad you're a part of our community and thank you for coming on and giving back. Of course, people can go and follow you side hustle with Cass, C-A-S-S. What's the final for a final word? What piece of advice would you give yourself um, uh, knowing what you know now? What, what would you say to yourself when you were just getting started that, you know, you could have or needed to hear? Um. It's really just do not give up. When things get hard, do not give up. Choose to keep going and always just remember that why because that's what's going to get you through ultimately. And also maybe if you're posting online and you're not getting a lot of views or a lot of engagement, maybe like you hope you should, um, just know that that does not determine your worth and it's just feedback from your audience. So just keep going and don't get discouraged by views or engagement because seriously... It's all good. Just take it as feedback and data. <laughs> That's one thing that I struggled with too. I mean, once my account started to slow down, it was kind of like the high, you know, came to an end and I was just kind of like feeling like really discouraged because Absolutely. videos weren't getting as many views. And I was just like, okay, like what does my audience like? And that was just, you just have to figure that out for yourself. So just hang in there and keep going. <laughs> Best advice. Great advice. And you're right. There's going to be highs and lows it has nothing to do with your worth. Mm-hmm. You stay legendary, my friend. Okay, come back. You too. <laughs> Keep us updated. I want to talk to you again here in a few months and see uh, where you've gone from here. And don't you give up. This success looks great on you. Thank you so much, Dave. Thank you for having me. <laughs> right, Cassie, I'll talk to you later. I'll see you. See you. All right, my friends. There it is. Uh, there you have it. Uh, a wonderful example, a beautiful story and testimony of somebody who is going to change the entire trajectory of her life because she, uh, you know, got out of her comfort zone and learned some new skills. She already had, she already had an occupation. She already had a, a job, something that she could have turned into a business, 
really with with cosmetology but there was something that something else that she wanted and um and now she's found herself to be more comfortable doing this than what she was doing before i get that right i understand that um it, it who wouldn't want to be home who wouldn't want to be working you know virtually if you could versus going in and and interacting with people that you may not feel comfortable interacting with for you young people out there i felt the same way when i was 20 21 22 or I was going around at one time, um, you know, uh, uh, selling Xerox machines. And, you know, I was in my early 20s and I had no idea what I was doing. Um, you know, this was one thing that I tried after I got clean. And um, it was so hard for me to be able to, you know, I didn't have the knowledge. I didn't have the the, the experience. And it was difficult for me to command that that kind of. I guess that trust in those situations, selling those $30,000 Xerox machines as a 20 something year old kid on the internet, all of the, that, that the playing field is totally leveled. And more importantly, if you're doing affiliate marketing at the beginning, it's actually better if you're not the expert, it's better if you don't know everything, it allows you to just be somebody who um, is, is a third party sort of, uh, uh, voice or recommendation um, versus the guru, right? Versus the person that has to have all of the knowledge. And that eventually, as you progress in this business, as you progress in this industry, you can utilize the other core four business models to where you do begin to sell some of your own information, some of your own experience, some of your own knowledge. And so keep that in mind that there is an ascension not only um, from a marketing perspective, but also from your business, right? So um, you can get in as somebody who knows nothing and still use these skills that we teach to be able to command respect as an early young person to get people to tr know you, like you, trust you, and then ultimately buy from you. It's a really, really powerful phenomenon. And it does not matter, my friends, um, your age or anything else about you. And most importantly, like Cassie said, uh, what happens in the early stage of your business does not determine your success potential or your personal self-worth. Remember that there is no failure. Everything is only feedback. So take it as that. And we'll see you back here tomorrow for another episode. Get out of here. Have a fantastic day. Stay legendary, my friends.